the internal shock. Yeah. Place. Okay. The place of internal shock, which I will call hmm, also known as the who the bleep is this kid stage. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> God, you making me better, you making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever God, you making me better, you making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever What's up wherever. everybody, God, this is Marriage at Golgotha Where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage I am Felicia and I am joined as always with my loving boo thing My co-host, my man, the infamous Wayne Penn Junior, what's up, baby? You know, you're using that word infamous a lot more now. I don't know why. I mean, just you're just some... so great. You know what I'm saying? You just, you are, baby. You are who you are. You know? I got to give you your credit. You know what I'm saying? Where your credit is due, baby. You the man. Yeah. And you are extra hype right now, which yes. probably means that you're sleepy. So um, I'm good, though. I'm sure? really good. Yes, I am. So... <laughs> Anywho, let's kick this thing off. This is why we need video. Y'all need to see what kind of shoulder movements she did just now. Mm, yeah. No. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. So, I just want to say, what's up, everybody? We are so excited to be in and doing another episode. We are, y'all. We of are. Of M at G. Indeed. And this is episode number... 39. 39. And this is a pretty cool topic. We, um have that was submitted to us and i really absolutely positively think i'm gonna have some fun with this one yeah i think we both are yes so we have um in the pen household a 19 year old and we have a an 11 year old right yes yes cammy two girls and we absolutely love our girls they oh, are at the yeah. bomb.com they're, they're my heart yeah yes. they really are uh, we love them Corey and cammy and so we just kind of wanted to um share a little bit of our parenting experience with these two yep yes with with the girls if i was to sum it up in one word my parenting throughout the years hmm i wonder what word i'd use I'll let you guys know by the end of this episode. I got to think about it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, uh, we often hear about the different stages of parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could go through the, the book stages, but, uh, yeah. you know, that's kind of boring. But I mean, yeah, there's, there's so <laughs> many books and stuff out there, like reading materials about stages in parenting and how you should do this and what not to do and what to do. I mean, I, in my opinion... There's nothing wrong with those things. Yeah. I, I think the best teacher ultimately is just being a parent. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Sometimes experience is the best teacher. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'll be honest. I have, I've needed a lot of help throughout the years. No doubt. Even um, no doubt. with, you know, being married and, and having um, someone there to help, um, you know, to raise the girls. Uh, of course, I started out as a single parent. Mm-hmm. My mom was a single parent for a long time. Yeah. So, um, of course, that came with its own difficulties. But even in a two-parent household, parenting can be really hard. Facts. And I'm grateful that we have grandparents, we have yes. aunts, uncles, yes. cousins, godparents to be able to help us out but i'm telling you we've had our share of challenges throughout the years and we're still having those challenges of course because Mm -hmm. we have 
um, you know, the fifth grader, Cami, and then Corey being in her sophomore year of college. Yes. Um, but I tell you, we wouldn't trade it for anything. No, um, they're, they're great. They're amazing. But yeah, they, they are amazing. But we just have some funny stories to share with you guys and <laughs> kind of wanted to share with you what we believe is our different, what has been our different stages of parenting and what those stages <laughs> have kind of looked like. And yeah. we'll kind of share yeah. some nuggets with you guys. Um, if you're experiencing some of the things that we're experiencing, let us know. Um, yeah. and we can share some of our knowledge and you guys can share some of your knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, because um, as the old saying goes, it does take a village. It really does. Um, it takes a community when you're raising children. We it appreciate, um, you know, doctors, pediatricians. We appreciate teachers, uh, coaches, right. you know, principals, all of those who share yeah. um, Sunday school teachers, yeah. you know, different people that volunteer at youth centers that have had some type of impact in, you know, youth in a child's life, you yeah, know, for sure. so, um, yeah, it's been really, really great, but I tell you, so <laughs> moving into our stages of parenting, going to oh, share what those four stages are real quick. Um, not the first one we're going to talk about is the happy place, right? The happy place. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll talk about the happy place. Um, we will talk about the internal shock. That's another one. That's uh, <laughs> stage two. And then we have stage three, the transition. Yes. And then uh, stage four, the release, which is where we are right now in our stages of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still working through those stages. But I mean, yeah, that, that, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. yeah. So the first one, the happy place. And if you are a parent, um, you probably know you you love this stage because this is also known as the beginning stage. Yeah. The happy place is the place where uh, you've given birth. Right. You have this beautiful child that is born and you're like, oh, my God, I see this mini me, this version, this little lovely version of me. Yeah. And you're like, this uh-huh. is so awesome. This is the most beautiful. Yeah thing in the world like oh my god this little human like you like I I still remember when you know Cammie was first born and I had that walk with her from you know where you delivered to the nursery yeah yeah I wouldn't trade that for anything that was oh man yeah man that was was just great I'm about to get choked up thinking about it like it it was just so because yeah you like you say you have this little mini me and it's like man yeah. Like, it, it's a miracle, man. And just looking down, you know, seeing her face and seeing your features in their mm-hmm. face and that kind of thing. And yes. Yeah, it's, I it's mean, amazing. Like, doing this happy place, so many things are occurring. Like I said, you bring that baby home. You've mm-hmm. done so many things to prepare right. for this time. You've, you know, you may have created a nursery. You've had a baby shower. Yeah. And it's like now it's time to shine as a parent. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you're going through um, probably like, you know, uh, daycare decisions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, you if you're a working parent, it's like I'm excited to get home yeah. and, <laughs> and yeah. see my baby, uh-huh. you know, see my little ones. You probably have all these ideas about how you're going to be the perfect parent and yeah, this and yeah, that and yeah. yeah yeah and i mean this like it's it's such a fun stage because you're wa- you're watching your kids like just grow mm-hmm. and um just mature even from 
the time that they were born to like one years old. Mm -hmm. It's like, That's a fun time, you know, they yeah. move from, um, you know, you having to feed them. Mm -hmm. They're holding their own bottle. Of course, or yeah. if you're breastfeeding, you yeah. know, it's it's so many things that are going on. Then they start crawling, they start oh, walking. I know, I know. And it's like, whoa, before you know it, they're going off to kindergarten yeah. or pre uh, preschool. And it's like... Yeah, the time does fly. Yeah, it does. It yeah. goes by really fast. But it's like the happy places like those first few joyous years where... They're like the like, formative years, You right? think, Yeah, you, mm -hmm. you think like, I have this perfect kid, you know, right. like... This, this child is so precious. They might bring that note home from school, like, like hey, you, you know, your, ch your, your child got student of the week or, you know, kid of the month mm -hmm. or something. Or little Johnny, little Susie did really, really great. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, yeah, that's that's, that's my kid. kid. That's I my love kid. them. You know, they can't do any wrong. Even when they do like, you know, little crazy, silly things, you're like, oh, they're just a kid. And <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, uh -huh. I love this kid. I really yeah. Yeah. Love this kid. And I'm telling you, it's so funny because um, when I transitioned out of the happy place and I would hear like parents who were in the place, like little mom talking about, you know, the kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about little Johnny or little Susie. <laughs> like the parents like so excited, like, you know, oh, you know, um, Jonathan did this today or David did this today. Mm -hmm. And it's like. You know, you hear that excitement in their voice and you're thinking to yourself like, mm -hmm, yeah, wait until this kid grows up. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> but you used to be that. Parent, yeah, but though. I used like, to be that parent. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's just it's just nah, really, really it's, funny. It is funny. But yeah. yeah, so so that happy place is really it's, it's that primary, you know, I think. Um, yeah. Preschool, um, primary stage. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. it's like. I guess you can kind of include elementary school in that too. Like the, the first few, I, maybe up to like um, maybe fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, like fifth grade, and you're like, oh my goodness, like you know, this this kid is really great. Mm -hmm. They're really awesome. I just, you know, you're watching them grow, and it's like, oh my goodness, time is really flying by. Yeah, really, really quick. Yeah. Um, but I think even in that happy place, you do see a little. A little bit of transition, you know, because yeah, you start to see it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, they're going from preschool to um, to kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade um, is when I think like I saw Corey. It, it was still was a happy place, but mm -hmm. it was kind of like, oh my goodness, <laughs> my little one's trying to leave me. Like, wait, 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 yeah. I want you to kind of stay yeah. in this place like when forever. You, like when you drop them off to school, they yeah. don't they don't want you to hang as close anymore. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, I, I and you I, had you had a cow over that man. Yeah, I did. Like, okay, you don't want me to. What you <laughs> right. mean you don't want me to drop you off at the front? Or what do you mean you don't want me to walk you in the class anymore? Uh. Like. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was. That used to drive you nuts. That it, it really did because I went from when Corey first um, went from a home daycare to a actual um, daycare facility. Mm -hmm. I, she went to Fort Jackson, yeah. and I remember um, her godmom and I dropped her off for her first day. Um, and I made sure it wasn't a day. It was a day that I was off and I wanted to make sure I was off because I'm like, just in case something happens the first day, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm going to be available. Right. Just answer. So, and yep. I have to like, you know, sit at my desk and, you know, keep staring at my phone or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make sure she starts on a day that I'm off. Mm -hmm. And when we walked away from 
the we dropped off at the classroom and we were walking away down the hall to head back outdoors into the car i heard her like crying oh. like screaming at the top of her lungs and i'm like wait that's not my kid and her and, and it was funny my best friend her godmom was like yeah that's Corey." That's i was Corey. like what mm-hmm. like oh my god I, I really wanted to do an about face and turn around and go back and pick yep. her up and say it's, it's not today it's yep. not today yeah but i got through it and i think i did check on her a couple of times that day um <laughs> <laughs> probably annoyed the secretary at the front desk but it was like oh my goodness you know but then fast forward to like uh, first grade second grade she was still a clingy in third grade it was like mm, yeah yeah I'm, I'm kind of a big girl now mom I, right. I don't need you to walk me to my class yeah. and i'm like what yeah. what do you mean but it was still the cute phase you know what i'm saying um i could really get in depth into this phase but you, you sound like you could write a book <laughs> it's it's really it's just so funny but it was it was wonderful it was like it was it was you know still like being able to do like ponytails and mm-hmm. um even with like sports you know um, that's true that's true and like she did dance mm-hmm. it was like okay you know yeah, you remember she's on doing the step team thing and everything. Yeah, yeah. it w- it was it was really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know people who have had challenges even with third and fourth grade and fifth grade, and we had our yeah, share sure. of challenges. But it was still to me, it was still like that beginning stage, that happy, yeah, that happy place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> overall, like, like overall, you said, yeah, yeah, overall, it was still that that really good place. Of course, you know, kids. Um, you know the bodies are developing and different things like that so it's like uh i, I see a little transition going on here mm-hmm. fourth and fifth grade yeah but i'm still happy i'm still like yeah that's my girl that's my kid you right. know you're, you're still happy during that time mm-hmm. but <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> transitioning from the happy place which brings me to our next stage lord have mercy yeah (laughs) (laughs) the internal shock yeah place okay the place of internal shock which i will call hmm, also known as the who the bleep is this kid stage (laughs) seriously like the internal shock stage is is where you're like i don't know no nah, that's that's a really accurate like yeah am i right no, no you're right like, you're right so like i, I don't know yeah. who this kid is so remember they've transitioned from you know uh fourth and fifth grade and mm-hmm. now they're moving i guess from elementary to middle to school. middle Ugh. and i'm it's funny because i tell parents all the time they're like uh you know how's middle school and you know how do i get around middle school you know how do i get through it basically not mm-hmm. around it but how do i get through you know the middle school and i'm like uh you know what i'll just put it like this if you can get through middle school you won't have any problem with high school you'll, you'll be fine by the time you get to high school you'll be fine but we'll that's, talk a little bit about that yeah, later that, that that's pretty true but yeah, yeah so yeah so the the internal shock the aka who the bleep is this kid stage <laughs> is that stage where you're like, wait a minute. So in that happy place, it was like you got that best parent award. of the year mm-hmm. award. And yeah, like the, the kid you, could do no wrong, all that kind exactly. of Exactly. Yeah. So when you get to the internal shock place, it's like, uh, 
I want to resign. I want to give this award back. Yeah. It's like, I'm not feeling this right now. Yeah, it's like, like a Steve, Steve Harvey read the wrong name, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Because I'm, yeah. I, so like with Corey, I, I, I came into the picture. Me and Fee got married in 2008. Corey was what, maybe six? Um, right? She was seven. She was seven. She was seven. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I came in about the time when she was like maybe first, second grade. And um, yeah. so I, I caught I caught a good bit of the happy place yeah, still, you, you know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah that transition. Um, Corey describes it as a time where like she she got whippings like every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she does. Like say that. It, it's it's. I mean, she says that. I I don't I don't believe it. It was not every day. It wasn't every she day. She got spankings, but it wasn't yeah, every yeah. day. But I mean, it it was it was that time where like she's still she's trying to figure out who she is. She's trying to find her circle of friends. You know behavior stuff you know it all kids go through that phase where yeah. you know they're, they're kind of we want to call it acting out mm-hmm. as if this is something that you know they were not capable of like you know what we always have that uh thing where we talk to teachers and teacher may bring up something that your kid did and there's always those parents that's like oh no not my kid not yeah. my child yeah. you know You're, you can be tempted to fall into that you know it's you have to learn really yeah. over time yeah. that regardless of how happy the happy place was like you, you can't put anything past kids. I mean, yeah. Even yeah. even if you pour your heart into raising them to be angels or whatever, mm-hmm. the kids are still gonna misbehave. It's just human nature. Yeah, you know? and then also, you know, and during this time, kids are really trying to figure out who they are. They're trying That's a huge to discover their identity. Exactly. Um, of course, you know, like I said, puberty's happening. Yes. Um, they're exactly. experiencing different emotions and feelings with their yeah. bodies. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, I, I kind of felt like with Corey, it was like, I don't like my mom. Right. And then with me, it's like, I don't like my kid. But yeah. I didn't want to share that with anybody. I didn't, I felt so bad. I was like, I cannot tell anybody that I don't like my I kid. Like, like my I'm going to sound yeah. like the worst parent in the world. Yeah. And then one day I was talking to this parent and she was like, I didn't like my child either, but you know what? You get through this with you. Get, and I you was get like, through. okay, okay. That gave yeah. me a little bit of encouragement. And see, that that's the thing. It's, it's like, I feel like that from the, the transition from the happy place to the internal shock phase is kind of your first real dose of reality. Yeah. As far yeah. as parenting, yeah. happy place is kind of almost can be in some ways a, a fairy tale. Yeah. You know, it's it's that thing where you know everything is good, everything's a pot of gold, yeah. rainbows yeah. everywhere, and then you have your first thunderstorm, mm-hmm. like where like yeah. you, you get that call from the school, whatever, saying your kid was involved in this. And look, we yeah. don't get the wrong idea. Corey, Corey was she had her moments, but she was Corey's been a great kid overall. So is Cammy. So please don't get the wrong impression. Yeah. But it's it's just like what they were our uh little sinners. But anyway. Praise God. Yeah, yeah. All all, yeah. all the need of grace. Amen. Yeah. yeah no so doubt. um I, yeah, because like like you were saying, in that happy place, in the beginning stage you know, your child is communicating with you all the time. Like right. they're coming home, they're riding in the car and they're like, Oh, I gotta tell you mom about my day and they're yes. talking your head off. Yes. But what makes the internal shock stage so shocking is because it's like that switch goes off mm-hmm. and they're like, I don't wanna talk to you. I don't wanna talk to anybody That's true. but That's my true. friends. And you're like, Well wait, this yeah. person you this kid used to talk yeah. to me all the right, time. I right. couldn't get them to shut up. Yeah, yeah. But now <laughs> it's like, Oh, you mean you don't wanna talk to me at all? Like they have an attitude. Yeah. It's like what what am I doing wrong? Like I'm trying to you know, you're thinking 
you know, most parents are like, hey, I, I got a, you got a roof over your head. You have food to eat. Like, mm-hmm. What is there to complain about? But again, they're going through this uh, phase of, of, of really trying to figure out, you know, who they are. And, and it may seem like during this time that it's very difficult to get your child to communicate yeah. with you yeah. during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a parent that reached out to me a couple of weeks ago. It's so um, funny that and they were like, oh, my God, like. I don't know what is going on with my kid. Yeah. And I laughed when I read it. Not laughing I'm at about to them, say that's sympathetic. But <laughs> I laughed because my mind immediately went back, went back to, to some of my experience. own experiences. Mm-hmm. And I reassured them like, hey, you know, don't stress about it. Yeah. You're not the only parent that's going through this. There are thousands, million of us <laughs> yeah. that are, have gone through what you're going through, what you, you're going through. So you're yeah. not a bad parent. Exactly. Well, you, that, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're doing your job as a parent, as long as you know you're doing your job. You're yeah. loving your kid. You're trying to communicate with your kid. You're leaving the door open mm-hmm. for them to communicate with you. Yeah. Um, of course, you always have to set boundaries. Yes. Um, you know, there may be disciplinary action, whatever um, that may be. But, you know, don't um, beat yourself up mm-hmm. to the point to where you know you think that I'm the worst parent in the world. Yeah, you know, and I, I believe there are times when we have to check ourselves as parents, of course. Um, and you may do that during this internal shock uh, stage, like, yeah. okay, am I using the right you know methods and and different strokes for different folks what works for someone else's household may not work for yours because right, right. children are different no there's no child that's exactly alike yeah um, I, I think one of the mistakes that we do make as parents is we don't give kids enough credit for what they are actually dealing with yeah we, yeah. we kind of just you know dismiss it as oh well, you don't have any responsibilities you don't pay bills you don't do this you don't do that all you do is go to school come home and that's it there's a lot more to it, yeah. you know, once you actually do. Because the thing is, like, they get to that point to where they do perhaps want to shut you off a little bit. And it's not that they're not talking at all, but they're very selective of what they tell you. Yeah. And yeah. because they're beginning to develop their own ways of thinking, their own reasoning, their mm-hmm. own logic. And, like, you really have to just cope with that and maybe not dismiss it totally but yeah just kind of trying to poke holes and say you know hey well why are you thinking this way why are you doing this you, you really have to find ways because it, it's not just because they don't talk doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're not trying to communicate if yeah. that makes sense yeah like sometimes you know with their attitudes or whatever that's an indication that they're frustrated about something yeah, yeah. You, you have to as a parent you just have to have to kind of find a way to find out what they're saying despite the fact that they may not be verbally saying it and yeah. it, it's tough because Again, we take it personally, mm-hmm. you know, when we don't see things panning out like we thought they would. We, yeah. we have those expectations from the happy place. You know, it was supposed to go this way. They're supposed to transition into middle school mm-hmm. this way. They're not supposed to get in trouble. They're supposed to have such and such group of friends. You know, we're going to get along with everybody's parents. This, you know, all, all these yeah. things. Yeah. And when reality hits, we take it personally because our expectations aren't met. And we think that that reflects negatively on us when in reality, it's just life. Yeah. And and I think it's important for us to also remember this during this time, like just kind of reflect back on what it was for you during this, you know, because as a parent, you're experiencing that internal shock, but they are, they are as well. Yeah. You know, there are some things that they're seeing. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, 
you know, during this time mm-hmm. that they never seen. Right. You know, um, whether it be some things in school, whether it be some things in social media, oh, TV, gosh. it's like, this hey, you know, you're learning about sex, you're learning yeah. about yeah. Uh, drug. It's a lot hitting Politics. them at one time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so many different things that um, they're, you know, trying to figure out in their mm-hmm. head that they're trying to understand yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so it's again like you may be shocked as a parent, like, oh my goodness, I did not expect this for my child to behave in this manner mm-hmm. or respond in this manner. Yeah. But look at the things that they're, you know, internalizing. Yeah, they're having to process so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They mm-hmm. they are. But um Yeah. That that's like I said it before, that's really when you have to and it's it's difficult, you know, to kind of get them to communicate sometimes it is Mm -hmm. but um to let them know hey you know i i don't have all the answers um as a parent but we're here Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) we're here to kind of you know to help you figure it out exactly yeah and so during this time this is also where you should look for that opportunity to utilize other resources to kind of help you through yes. those hard places of yes. parenting. Take some of the pressure so, off yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because again, like we said before, it takes a village. You need mm-hmm. that support system. Um, so if you have godparents, if you mm-hmm. have, you know, um, grandparents, or, it, it, you know, also look for someone who your child can connect with. Sometimes that could be a family member and sometimes I think it it might not be. It may be someone from the school. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you may have um, a favored neighbor or someone that's mature or someone that they they feel, I guess, comfortable with opening up to. Mm -hmm. So um, that's important as well. Just don't get so bogged down into I've got to fix this. I've got to right. fix my child. Right. Um, you right. know, let them know, hey, do you want to talk to somebody else about, you know, because I think ultimately what we're striving to do is to, uh, how would I say, we want them to live a fulfilled and purpose life, right? Yeah. We want them to be able to grow up, to learn how to communicate, yeah. um, to, of course, get some enjoyment out of, of life. You know, we don't want them to feel like they've got to deal with the pressure of everything on their own. Right. So getting them to open up and communicate with people because ultimately we're trying to raise, you know, I don't want to use the word wonderful, but... I mean that. But that's you know that's the ideal. We, we I mean, want them to to have a a, a good life. Yeah, we know? want we don't we want them to be pro- as with the cliche like you know productive citizens yeah. <laughs> in, in society, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, and that that that's true. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, letting them know, hey, you know, if if there if it's something that I can't help you with, that's okay. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like you can't talk to anybody else because you owe you know this loyalty to me to yeah. be able to solve all of your problems. Yeah, because I can't. As right. a parent, I, I can't, you know, I'm human and I cannot resolve everything. But what I am willing to do as a parent is to get you to help or whatever it is that you need mm-hmm. to be able to work through and talk through um, some of those issues. It could be a guidance counselor or, mm-hmm. or, you know, so really just sometimes it may take you during this stage um, is getting that child linked up with someone that they're willing to open up to and it doesn't necessarily have to be a professional it's not like oh my god my child's going crazy or my child needs some therapy or something like that and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that right um but you know i i know sometimes as parents we kind of freak out we do um i did 
Like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to quit my job. Oh my goodness, like, and I had to remind myself, like, okay, you weren't that great, <laughs> you yeah. know, when you were in elementary school or when yeah. you were, you know, um, yeah, that self reflection so, piece is important yeah, too. Yeah, and as as generations, um, you know, move from one generation to another, there's different things that each generation is facing and dealing with like we're looking at now Mm -hmm. you know raising children in the middle of a pandemic yes you know so this is something that they're going to remember um for the rest of their lives like um we i know a family we know a family that um transitioned from homeschool Mm -hmm. to um public public school school, you know (laughs) in august and Mm -hmm. and we're in the middle of a pandemic pandemic. their first experience within the public school system is during a pandemic right and like that's a lot you know for them to deal with as children but they're resilient and they're they're working through it and i think that's also important for us to remember too is that children are um resilient um and they're, they can get through things just like we can get through things. Yeah. 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 And I, I think, too, that um, we have to be careful of, specifically with our differences generationally, we got to be careful not to glamorize our generation and yeah. look at the next generation as yeah. just totally just troublemakers and wayward and this and that. Because I feel like every older generation does that to every yeah, yeah, younger like generation. Yeah, like the statement of, oh my God, these millennials. Or, right, right. You yeah. know, we're, millennials the punch, we're, just, the, we're the punching back currently, yeah, but yeah. Generation Z just is, don't want to do any, yeah. you know, they don't want to work. They yeah. don't want to, you know, yeah. bashing Lazy and the generation that precedes you is not it, It's not good. All it, all it does is just create more of a wedge. And it also makes you hypocritical in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because like you said, honey, Looking at, you know, Corey and Cam in elementary school and seeing some of the, you know, pitfalls they ran into, it's easy to forget the fact that in elementary school, you know, we had our moments where yeah. we were like hellions too. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. it, it's no generation is exempt from problems and issues and certain things that are characteristic characteristic of that generation that are negative. Mm-hmm. No generation is ex- exempt from that. And so for us to kind of, you know, look down our nose at the next generation especially our kids yeah it does them no good if anything like i said it it drives more of a wedge between them to the point to where they don't want to communicate because they feel like they're going to be judged so definitely so yeah so the internal shock stage good news for you you can get through you can get through you can get through (laughs) it it's not it's definitely challenging but it's not it's not impossible to get through yeah you know and and there's there's different situations some situations might be there may be different you know there might be other factors that come in externally like you know some parents may have kids with special needs that you know mm-hmm. definitely make the situation much di- more difficult um we're, we're just one set of parents yeah you know so yeah. our perspective is definitely not going to be exhaustive you know to everybody's experience you know but i believe it is a phase that with the village and with the openness to you know really adapt and listen to your kids try your best to communicate it is a phase that we can make it through i believe that yeah yeah and then so moving from happy place now you you're gone through the internal shock okay and now that child is transitioning Mm -hmm. to what high school and it's like, okay, I've made it through middle school. I've, I've <laughs> made it. I've made it. This is the transition stage, yeah, the yeah. stage of transition. And I, I think there's really two ways um, that you can kind of go through the transition. 
you know you may be in that moment of oh my god y'all gonna make me lose my mind up uh-huh. in here up, up in here, in up here, here. Yeah. cause I don't know what is going on yeah. with this child mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they're in high school now and it's like whoa yeah. 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 <laughs> or you may be on the end where you're like you know what I got this I got them to high school yeah. we've made it through that shop stage and you know what? Four more years, we got this. Mm-hmm. We got this down. Right. But what really determines what side of the bar that you're going to be on with this is how you choose to parent through this transition. True. So, True. Uh, of course, with, um, you know, that child is probably by now, what, 14, 15? 14, 15. 14, yeah. 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of begin to adjust and to their identity accepting who they are mm-hmm. um somewhat coming of course, to grips yeah, with it yeah. yeah they're coming to grips with it mm-hmm. not saying that they've completely discovered their identity but they've right. some, they pretty much somewhat have you know like okay you know i know i like um my hair this way i know right. i like this type of yeah. um type of clothing style yeah. i know you know um yeah i got my own swag yeah and as far you know, as this is concerned yeah i have a specific group of friends that i yeah. like you yeah. know etc you know, etc you know this is this is what i like this is what i don't like yeah, these are my quirks these are, <laughs> these are what make me weird to some people mm-hmm. that kind yeah, of stuff you yeah. know and they've, they've kind of have an idea somewhat of what route they want to go in mm-hmm. um once they graduate um of course that'll probably change as they go through their freshman sophomore junior and senior year but like they kind of have us. an idea yeah. they got they got a picture painted mm-hmm. so to speak so there's this transition going on yeah and you have to really kind of take a little step back of course and say you know what i'm not gonna try to control the situation because that's where i'm gonna be losing my mind up yeah. in here up in here <laughs> but yeah you know what i've you know, we went through some bumps and bruises through middle school. So guess what? I'm going to step back mm-hmm. and you know what? We got this. I'm going to guide you just a little bit. Sure. But I'm not going to hoard the process. You know, mm, that's a good um, way to put you're, it. you're yeah. going to. Um, and I, I think we kind of set Corey down. Remember, you know, saying, hey, you're in high school now. Yeah, I'm not going to constantly ask you every day. Did you do your homework? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell you. Um, you need to set your alarm clock. These are some things. So I'm kind of going to let right. you fall a little bit on your own. Mm-hmm. So the transition, um, again, it's not just for you as the parent, but it's mainly for for them to transition into becoming more responsible. Yeah. And not solely dependent on, you know, mom reminding me that I got a project coming up exactly. or dad reminding me hey you need to practice for a b c and d mm-hmm. or you need to make your lunch but just kind of making them um independent a little bit yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah no, that, that, that's important yeah. I, I, I remember even like on a social aspect like yeah. you know with wanting to hang out with friends and you know them developing a social life or whatever like i remember yeah i remember telling Corey, um sitting down with her as far as like trying to lay out you know what the pattern of her social life would be and i remember telling her look my default setting starting off is going to be i trust you yeah i'm going to start from that point now when you give me a reason to not trust you that's when things are going to change that's when restrictions and more boundaries and stuff are really going to come up but yeah yeah. we're starting from this place of trust now just give me a reason not to trust you now 
It was a bit different from, you know, how I was raised because, you know, the default setting in general was kids are untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you have to clamp down because, mm-hmm. you know, kids are just up to no good. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying that kids aren't, you know, they're not, they're not angels, obviously. You know, like like wife said, they're little sinners. But <laughs> it's just, we're just joking, by the way. Are we? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> but I mean, it's just like. I felt like starting from that place of giving her trust would really help her to see that um, I'm, I'm entrusting you with this responsibility. You know, yeah. I, I want to put this, I want to give you some ownership in this. I don't want to just lay out, you know, hey, this is the time, this is the place, these are the people, and that's that, and you're going to follow this whether you like it or not. That that approach depending on the parent and the child can build resentment Mm -hmm. and i did not want that to be um a starting point for how Corey started to develop relationships and kind of grow into you know how she interacts with her friends or peers that kind of stuff i didn't want that uh, that stain initially on that yeah and so you know sitting there kind of helps too from like not my maybe not completely but you know, having a sneaky kid, <laughs> so to speak, or the kid, but it, like, it kind of keeps kinda from, sneak, yeah. You know, well, I gotta yeah, sneak yeah. to do this, you know. Right, because I mean, once you open that up, they have really nothing to like sneak against or resist. Like, if you're not so restrictive to where they feel like they can do nothing, then they really have no reason to. They still down. might sneak around a little bit. A I, little I bit. I did. Yeah. To be honest with you, I but I, but I, I don't think that's. I don't think that'll be at the forefront of their mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I I, it, it wasn't. It wasn't with Corey, at least. Like Corey, to her credit, like she never really broke my trust with that, which I'm grateful to God for. Obviously, that was that was a God thing. It was, it was I give Him all glory for that. But I, I feel like giving her that responsibility from the jump and showing her that trust really helped her to see, oh, this is something that I don't want to break. Yeah. You know, and g- giving her that, I guess, viewpoint. Um, early on I think really kind of helped her and yeah Corey is I feel like she's really really responsible she's got a good head on her shoulders so um I would call that a win definitely yeah but like I'm gonna tell you guys so Wayne is the nice parent and I'm <laughs> labeled as the you're not, enforcer because you're not labeled like that. yeah they do they they go to him because it's like okay we know dad is more than likely he's gonna say yes um, mom's going to probably say no, <laughs> which does happen a lot more. I'll be honest. They're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting better. And I'm getting better. At saying yes. And mm-hmm. he's getting better at learning to say no. And that took a while for us to kind of really to balance out. Mm-hmm. Because at one point I did feel like, okay, I'm, I'm being looked at as the bad person here. Right. And right. so we had to have that hard conversation. Mm-hmm. You, you and I like okay yeah you know sometimes we 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 gotta have that united front yeah you know and of course we don't you know it's we wanted the kids to know of course that we don't always agree we didn't want to paint a picture like okay we're this perfect married couple exactly so it was it's healthy in a sense for them to see different dynamics yeah see different dynamics you know but there has to be some unity there has to be some unity in enforcing the rules Mm -hmm. and with saying yes and no Mm -hmm. and so i honestly did feel like especially during this transition time where it was like uh i'm always the one that's saying no and Mm -hmm. i will admit so with Corey, Corey didn't get a cell phone until she was actually honestly in ninth grade and i know kids now are getting cell phones in elementary school i really don't agree with that but that's you know to (laughs) each his own i'm not gonna beat that one so anyway (laughs) you know it was like 
it, it just t- it took a while and a part of that was me like letting go mm-hmm. um, as a parent and when I say letting go is like you said you know trusting her until she showed me that I couldn't right you know and right. that that was really difficult um, yeah. to do and it, it is difficult yeah. yeah and so that that transition kind of had to happen she of course transitioned um, you know with I guess you know learning really who she was mm-hmm. um that you know i don't have to be because in middle school i think we kind of really experienced a lot of following but yeah she realized okay that really doesn't work for me yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, i'm gonna be me yeah and so you know once she got to high school it was like okay i know how to be me i know how to be an individual yeah and still yet be able to have a group of friends and be who i am exactly so it was a transition time for her and you know it was like okay wow i really i'm starting to see some maturity so i think during this time also you'll see a transition in the maturity of your child Mm -hmm. um you will see even a transition in how they handle different situations and and uh you know issues with people with their friends um you know, it was it was all around. It was like, okay, you know, dealing with certain situations, even with teachers or, um, you know, with her friends. Right. Um, it, it it became different, even with family. You yeah. Know, different different issues with family. It was like, okay, you know, I feel strongly about this. This is the way I want to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. She learned. Yeah. You know, um, that hey, this is how I probably should do this and this is how I probably shouldn't do mm-hmm. you know handle certain situations so it was a really a learning uh, phase too on just how to work through different things yeah different issues yeah and so that's that's really really a great stage I think when you really start to see that growth yeah um, within your child all of those rules that mm-hmm. you felt like they just broke like or, in or middle school or things yeah, yeah that things that they mm-hmm. disregarded or just didn't care two hoops about mm-hmm. you know you start to see okay some of the things that i was yelling and screaming about stuck stuck yeah you know <laughs> so you know when you're going through that internal shock stage you think that everything's just going in one ear and out the other mm-hmm. but you'll start to see some of those um teachings to develop and manifest as they are in the transitional stage yeah and again i to your point about letting go i think that's really important in a lot of ways because if you don't let go in a lot of instances you'll never have the opportunity to see them demonstrate yeah yeah that they've actually picked up on Mm -hmm. a lot of what you've been really trying to drill into them yeah if they don't have the opportunity to show or demonstrate responsibility it's going to be hard for them to actually be responsible i think in a lot of instances where parents spoil their kids Mm -hmm. and give them everything and handle everything for them yeah you really kind of handicap them and i I, i've actually seen and talked with young people who are frustrated with their parents because the parents never gave them the opportunity to actually handle a situation on their own and again it's not it's not easy as a parent because you don't want to see your kid fail you don't want to see your kid be hurt Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to see your kid um make a decision that they have to ultimately deal with the consequences of that decision but it's, it's a part of life yeah, and I mean yeah. I, I feel like the earlier you can safely do that with your kids the better because yeah. it, it sets them up to be responsible going into adulthood much sooner mm-hmm. you know yeah definitely um, so the, there are a lot of different things that are going on in the trend in the transition phase mm-hmm. you know your child 
is uh, moving from you know freshman to sophomore year and of yeah. course from freshman to sophomore year freshman year you know kids kind of tend to some of them kind of tend to play around a little bit and you know it's like hey i'm you know I, i'm older now i can mm-hmm. kind of make some of these decisions so they may make irresponsible decisions right. and yeah. those may affect their grades may mm-hmm. affect you know some of the things that they're supposed to be doing um but then they move into the sophomore year and their junior year and they're starting to get really serious because they know okay guess what i'm gonna have to move into another whole level of transitioning pretty soon right um and so they're working through those things um there i know Corey. we put her in a summer program that she absolutely hated <laughs> she did um during yeah. that time but it not shy really about that I, I i really um saw where it paid off yeah you know when she when she got back it was like okay yeah you know what this you know i, I probably needed needed this you know mm-hmm. um you know so there again are those resources that you may have to reach out yep. to yep. during this time um then they're transitioning you know to their senior year um, you got prom coming up. There's a lot of excitement yeah, there. And then of, also yeah. comes the anxiety of, True. you know, I gotta make a move. Like mm-hmm. I'm about to become an adult. They're excited that, you know, they're moving into adulthood, but it also can be um, an experience where they have a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. They're not sure what it is that they want to do. Yeah. Um, they may want to do certain things but they're not sure how to go about doing those things they may say hey i need a little bit more time at right, home mom right, and dad right. you know so i think yeah. that's when you really have to sit down and have those conversations you know and, and help them to kind of navigate through okay you know maybe these are some of your options i don't want to make this decision for you mm-hmm. because ultimately you want them to go um somewhere that they want to go um, because they'll move more in a positive aspect versus you pushing them there and then they go there and fail. Yeah. Whatever area that may be. Yeah. So um, yeah. this that that transition, uh, you it's kind of like a changing of the guard, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. Yeah. But I, it's, I agree. it's really great. I I absolutely love it. I agree. It, it's it definitely teaches you a lot as a parent. I mean, you're obviously learning through each of these phases I believe and I mean again these are phases that you know we've experienced we, we can't we can't broad brush every parent's experience mm-hmm. and there are a lot of various external factors that factor into the development of your kids as well as your experience as a parent like look not not every parent you know kids situation is the same there are single parent homes you know again homes with two parents um, kids being raised by grandmas and yeah, aunts and, yeah, you know, yeah. um, people are in different spaces socially, economically. Um, there, there's a whole bunch of different factors that can obviously just make the whole process look different for everybody. Yeah. This is just stuff that we've experienced. And with this transition phase in particular, like, it's, it's just done my heart so good to see Corey make really sound decisions. Um, like, you know, even with Corey and, like, you know, dating. Um, you know, we, me and Fee have our feelings about that. You know, we don't want her, we were kind of reluctant to really just let her, you know, date at all. Like me, I'm like, all right, you know, you're going to date till you're 40 and then you're going to get married. And, you know, I had that whole thing. You That's know, extreme. It is extreme. I mean, but, you know, I, I just kind of had that mindset. But, I mean, I, I kind of learned that, look, if I'm, if I'm trusting her with, you know, a lot of her interactions socially and trusting her to make responsible decisions. I also have to trust her on that front too. And to Corey's credit, 
you know, because she she's she's had a few um she's had what maybe one or two uh, boyfriends or you know that she's kind of thought were meaningful relationships, and you know those relationships haven't worked out. But the decisions that she's made, as far as you know, being safe and um, creating boundaries, you know, for herself and making sure that you know these guys respected her and this that kind of stuff, it's done me proud. And one thing I, I, I love with her too is that she is willing to communicate stuff like that to me and feel yeah she does you know I that guess. that's it's a blessing um it really is and it's it's not something that we take for granted um of course we don't we're not saying we know everything yeah they're not that. gonna share everything but <laughs> you know yeah. if if your kids share enough to where you have a general understanding of where they are you know yeah. emotionally that kind of stuff that's a win it's, it really is and so yeah. It, it, it's good to see those wins in this transition phase, you know, because in the internal shock phase that we experienced, it, it feels like you're just taking L's. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's good to see some wins. It's good to see, you know, oh, hey, you know, we didn't get it all wrong. Yeah, you know what and I'm saying? speaking of the win, uh, moving into this next stage, mm-hmm. which I think is definitely a win, is the release. Yeah. The release stage. What I, I guess you can also call the, um, call it the we did that stage you know yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah. we did that like yeah. I, I think we're getting we've there. gotten yeah. through so the release stage is is that stage where they're transitioning from um high school whether it be to college mm-hmm. the military mm-hmm. you know they're moving into a different phase of their life into a true adulthood yeah yeah <laughs> um and i know in this instance it, it feels like i've heard people say where well, you're never done you know um with 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 your children and that's um, that's true i mean it's I, somewhat true but i felt like with the release stage because you know of course we're in the stage right now with Corey Mm -hmm. she's in our sophomore year of school right um of college and you know we released her from our care which is very hard I did not cry I wanted to but I did I did too but um you know you're dropping them off um and you're not there you know to look in the room at night and make sure that they're there <laughs> you know you don't hear them coming in at night or whatever right, and right, it's right. like okay i'm releasing you to the world mm-hmm. i am releasing you you know into your own care pretty much like yeah. okay i know i'm you're gonna be staying on a campus or yeah. you're gonna be you know wherever that they move on to it's mm-hmm. like it can be terrifying you know it can, it can be terrifying mm-hmm. but it's a proud moment because yeah. you've watched them graduate mm-hmm. from high school. You've you've watched them, you know, transition from birth to right. you know, eighteen, seventeen right. years old, and it's like, oh my god, I got this 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 little baby is now a an adult. You know, mm-hmm. it's like wow, yeah. it's that wow moment. Yeah. And part of that release, you feel really great because it's like, okay, like I'll be honest, you know, having one kid in the house versus two. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. He's Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm just being honest, you know, um, being able to go through a drive through and you ain't got to order, but for one child versus two. Mm, yeah. I'm saying, y'all gonna understand what I'm talking about. Uh, there are setbacks. There you are know, some people. We don't, we, don't, we don't have to live in babysitter anymore. Yeah. There yeah. Are well, yeah. There are some setbacks, <laughs> but it's still great. Yeah, is, you know what is, I'm saying? To be able to watch them, to move on they have to make decisions on their own mm-hmm. for sure now like okay yes. you know it's funny with Corey. she's like i gotta go to my dentist appointment by myself like this is gonna be the first time yep. like she i think she had to get a covid test at school mm-hmm. and she's like called me that night before it's like mom yeah 
I can't believe I'm going to see a doctor and you're not going to be with me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, you're you're 19. You're 19 like, no, girl. I'm not holding your hand. Yeah. But it was we funny, you can't know. Can't sign your paperwork either. Yeah, nah, yeah. You're not a minor like, no more. <laughs> you know, so just being able to uh, to watch them. And for parents that are, you know, your child is maybe in their senior year of high school mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe going into their freshman year of college and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Good news. You will get through it just like you got through that internal shock stage. Yes. You will get yeah, through the release. You'll get through, through the re- to the release. Yeah. We're not through the release yet, but we're there and it's like, wow. Yeah. You know, and so um, there are some decisions, of course, that Corey's. Um, having to make on her own for mm-hmm. herself, like, hey, you know, how long are you going to be in school? Right. What type of degree are you going for? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do when you graduate? What city you want to you know, move to? Yeah. Even though that terrifies me, she's like, hey, I want to live so and so and so. I don't want to live in South Carolina. It's mm-hmm. like, wait, what? <laughs> but just being able to make to that watch that mm-hmm. is just just really really awesome. It's, it, it is. It's great. It is. So it is. like, what? Um, honey has been for you the most uh, memorable um, moment when you think about all these phases like what's that one moment I know there are probably many that you're like oh my gosh I'm really gonna remember this moment for the rest of my life jeez there's a bunch um wow uh I remember one moment it was with Corey actually I remember one moment um she had done something. We, we, we were actually walking into um, the church. Mm-hmm. She had done something that morning that had really upset both of us. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was really apologetic and sorry. You know, granted, we still doled out punishment, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I remember walking. We were about to walk into the church. And she handed me this piece of paper where she had written out, like, this almost like this letter of apology. And yeah. talked about how sorry she was and how she wouldn't do it again. And I stopped her right before we got into the church. And like, I, I kind of knelt down. She was like maybe, she's maybe seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I stopped her, knelt down with her. And I told her, you know what? I'm really proud of you in this moment because you demonstrated integrity. You could have, you know, been immature and said, you know, well, uh, I, I don't feel like I did anything wrong or this or that, or, you know, my parents are tripping. But instead you demonstrated that, hey, I know I've done something wrong. And I've owned up to it. And she may not have realized the weight of how that made me feel. But for her to like, you know, demonstrate integrity at that age was really big. And I I wanted to make sure that I I pointed that out to her that young so that she could see um, just because there are consequences for your actions does not mean that owning up to it is something that you should shy away from. Yeah. Um, That was huge for me. I could, I could. There's a litany of moments, but we only don't have much time. But that was one that really stuck out with yeah, me, I that, think. Yeah, that's really great. And, yeah. I mean, I remember when we were going through that transition, um, you know, when we got uh, engaged that night and Corey was like, oh, my gosh, is he coming home with us? Oh, yeah, like, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> no, not just yet. And she's like, well, what is all the excitement for? Uh-huh. He's not coming home with us. And I'm like, well, we got to, you know, go through a process of an engagement. And, you mm-hmm. know, Corey, I, I said, just give us you know a couple of months of course, yeah i think it was probably like almost a year but yeah. you know about six months i think we we're engaged for about six months yeah so we got, got engaged married. august got years, married February. Got, yep. mm-hmm. yeah engaged um for six months and then got married but she was like really really excited she was and um yeah. that for me was like 
you know, just just really, really awesome. Of course, we did go through our bumps and bruises. For sure. Um, you know, as she got older and um, then Cammy, you know, coming along, mm-hmm. of course, it's like, wait, wait, what's going on? Uh-huh. I'm supposed to be the kid. Yeah, who is this you other know? person, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just, um, you know, I really remember that moment and just the relationship that you guys had, um, yeah. you know, even with you taking her to the parks and things like mm-hmm. that. That was just really, really awesome. Yeah. But um, Corey and I often reflect on, you know, the different times that um, we had together. That's true. Um you know, when we first moved to Columbia, it was so funny. She and we were talking a couple of weeks ago about because um, I didn't cook a whole lot. Of course, when it was just the two of us, <laughs> and we ate out a lot. Right, right, right. But um, I remember like spaghetti was one of the dishes that I would make a lot. And one day she was like, "Mom." can we please not have spaghetti again tonight (laughs) and I was like "Uh, yeah you're right let's just go out and get up something to eat Uh but just you know different moments and things that you know she stories that she'll tell me that she remembers yeah you know and I'm like oh my goodness that's that's just really awesome it's amazing what they remember yeah Yeah, I say that to say that you know um you know, even as we're parenting and we feel like it, it gets repetitious, mm-hmm. but kids remember those they special do. moments. They do. They remember those moments when we may have yelled at them yep. um, with, from the top of our lungs or those moments when we said, you know what, can we sit down and we have a conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there are, are again times when we, you know. Um, have to use disciplinary action and how someone disciplined their child. I'm not going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But they remember those things as well. They remember those hard conversations where yeah. we really were trying to um, really get into them that, hey, this and that is important. It's important. Yeah. You know, so don't think that your parenting uh, um, is in vain or right. your approach to a parent in a manner that is godly, that is loving, yeah. that, um, you know, is, hey, I want, you know, what's best for you. Don't think that that's in vain. It's not in vain. It's yeah. not. You know, there are going to be some hard times, mm-hmm. but we just have to push through it and we have to really persevere through those times and recognize that, you know what, this little person is going to come back to me as an adult and say you know what i appreciate it because i think we do that even with our parents like hey you know mom you know i remember when you did such and such and such or when you're having a conversation with someone and you're like i really appreciate the values that my mom and my dad or my mom or my dad instilled in me Mm -hmm. you know i really appreciate the value that my grandparents instilled in me and it was you know, you come to appreciate those things that you really thought like sucked as a child. Yeah, oh, the, these are facts. <laughs> you know, like me, me, um, me, and Josh have plenty of conversations yeah. with you know mom and dad about you know, like you know stuff that you know we went through and got disciplined about and that kind of thing. And we look back and like you know what, y'all kept us from a lot yeah, of stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. Like it, it's mom and dad they weren't perfect but they they're to me they're amazing parents. So yeah. shout, shout out to them. But yeah, it's and just hearing that you know even from your kids. Even if it doesn't come at the time that you want, or it, it may come maybe later in life, you know, where they're like, you know what, mom, dad, you, you weren't as crazy as we mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. Just yeah. just hearing that is is very, very rewarding. It is. And, yeah. and also, I think it's important for us to also remember as parents that it's okay to say, you know what, uh, we made a mistake. That's or, very you know important. what, we... we, we you know, made this rule, but we realized that mm-hmm. this may not be working. Yeah. So it's important to be honest, yeah. Yeah. you know, and recognize, okay, there may be 
um, some things that I'm doing as a parent that's really not great, that's not working, right. that may be toxic, may be yeah. traumatizing. True. You know, I think sometimes we don't want to own up that's to our wrong. Point, we yeah. may say, oh, well, my parents did this, so now I'm going to do it well. That may not have been right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and you have to be willing, mm-hmm. you know, to say that and to be honest that, you know what, this may have been done in the past, but it's probably not right. Yeah. Um, we recognize that certain things that we did with Corey, mm-hmm. um, we're not going to do with Cam because right. we realized that, you know, it may not have been right or necessarily didn't work. Yeah. That and they're different or, people. Yeah, yeah. They're different people mm-hmm. or that, you know what? It, it just may not have been right yeah you know so i think that that's also important is just to own your stuff um as a parent and that way you're demonstrating to your kids that you know what it's important for you to own your stuff yeah, yeah. you know um as a child and say you know what uh probably not making the best decision here um let me try to change you know some of this behavior or the yeah. different ways that i respond yeah to different situations yeah. but to, to, to your point honey like if we want open honest communication from our kids we have to give them the opportunity to be open and honest about what we're doing wrong yeah yeah we, we can't have our cake and eat it too like exactly. if, if we want them to be honest about some of the stuff that we think they're getting into mm-hmm. or know that they're getting into yeah. we also have to allow them to be honest about you know what mom dad this really bothers me and e- even if it is something perhaps that they have a misunderstanding about mm-hmm. or they need further guidance on yeah giving them that opportunity to be open and honest about it it'll really help them appreciate you more as a parent um because yeah. you know we I-, I think one of the nightmares of any parent is being called into a therapist's room and <laughs> basically hearing yeah, yeah. You know, your kid and the therapist relate to you how you screwed up your kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's every parent's nightmare. And I mean, granted that that may happen. And yeah. maybe some parents listening, perhaps that that has happened for. Um, having said that, even if you find yourself in a situation, still give your kids the opportunity to voice how yeah. they feel. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not going to get it right as a parent mm-hmm. all the time. That's you, right. you have to admit your faults. Uh, you have to confess your faults. You're a sinner as a parent. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we call the kids little sinners, but we big we, we sinners. Big sinners. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we we have to really be open and honest, not just about what we don't want our kids to get away with, but also owning up to what we may have done wrong. Yeah, that, that's hurt or damaged them in some way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but this has really been great. It um, is. This is a conversation that could probably go on and on and on. It really could. Um, have 19 years of experience. And I'm not yeah. an expert. I'm very far from it. Yes, we, yeah, we're still <laughs> there learning. There are some things that I really wish that I didn't do. And there are some things that I wish I had done, you know, yeah. um, even through parenting um, Corey. And we're still parenting her, of course, yeah, because, yeah. you know, um, she's still in, in college and mm-hmm. she still, you know, picks up the phone and call. I love that. Exactly. It's not like, oh, I'm too grown to, no, no, to she, reach out. Yeah, but I really still, love that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this has been a really great conversation. Again, we just wanted to share with you our parenting experience, um, what the stages of parenting um, has looked like for us and is looking like at right now. Because mm-hmm. again, we're in that uh, release 
um, phase with Corey, with Corey, but with Cammy, yeah, we're, we're in that internal shock stage again. Right. You know, and so you think, <laughs> okay, well, I've gone through this, you know, one time, so I'll remember it. But I'm telling you, I mean, because it, every kid is different. They're different. You're Facts. navigating through. Facts these stages of parenting differently and yours may not be called the internal shock phase it might be called something else yeah yeah but yeah yeah <laughs> you know so you know but it's it's just really important to remember that there are phases that they're going to go through just like there are phases that we go through yep you know midlife crisis and all that kind that's of stuff true. but <laughs> that's true but yeah they're going through some things as well and as they uh, transition we're transitioning with them and yes. we're learning together with them so but Come yeah this now. has been really really great it's you're not so at all silly. deep over there okay. no all right. i just i just love kids and i love my kids i love other people's kids yeah and just um being able to learn from other parents have really yeah um, helped that, that's been tremendous for me, us i agree yeah um being able to to reach out um and say hey how do you navigate through this how do you you know deal with your child that mm-hmm. is like having um cell phone withdrawal withdrawals like an addict or something you know <laughs> it's like what in the world is going on but yeah, anywho yeah but yeah this has been great hun thanks so much for being an awesome dad oh, I'm um, trying, dude. for loving me and the girls i know it gets crazy in this house with you being the only man in the house it has taught me the value of good listening yes um you are a great listener listening patience all of those things uh the the fruit of the spirit can really be born if you were the only man in the house but yeah yeah and thanks so much to christy for um sending in this topic it's it's been really really great so glad that you asked this question no doubt yeah thank you guys so much for listening we love you all signing off y'all Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us out. Well, for starters, you can go to our site. Site is marriageatgolgotha.com. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E-A-T-G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A.com. That's probably the easiest way to listen. We have our podcast episodes page set up with a playlist, and you can go down the episodes however you want, listening to each episode there. We're also set up on iTunes for our Apple users. For our Android users, we will not hold that against you. We are on Google Podcasts, and uh, for anybody, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. There are a few other casting platforms that we're on as well. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Follow us there, like our Facebook page. On Instagram, our handle is M at G, that's M-A-T-G underscore podcast. You have a lot of ways to get to us. We want to get it out there, not because we're looking to be famous, but because we, we really believe God's given us something to say, and we really just like the conversations. That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage. Diamonds heart beating on the inside. Yeah. Couple pounds on your stomach trying to get right. Yeah. Trying to breastfeed, then you trying to eat right. right. Trying to hold it down with no sleep. Right. Trying to cook it up, trying to keep a clean house. What? Got a biz on the side, keep the vids nice. What? Sony Sid shots. Ooh. 